This season of Your Mum is sponsored by Dots for Spots, the number one selling spot treatment on Amazon. Shah, tell us about your Dots for Spots experience. Hi, Charlotte here, first time Dots for Spots user, long time spot owner. So one night I was minding my own business and I felt a spot coming on. So I popped on a Dot for Spot for the evening. Now, if you've not seen Dots for Spots before, they're basically little clear stickers which you just place over your spot for about six hours. Um, I completely forgot about it, forgot I was wearing it, went to the shops, oops. Um, and lo and behold, before bedtime, um, I took it off and it felt like my skin was on the mend. And it's really unlike traditional spot creams because it feels super gentle and it doesn't leave any sticky mess or make my skin feel tingly and tight. Plus, it's vegan and cruelty-free to boot. You can get Dots of Spots from dotsofspots.com, Amazon and IRL at Urban Outfitters. <laughs> Hi, I'm Keeks. And I'm Charlotte. And this is Your Mum. This is a podcast all about our bonkers boomer mums. Each week we tackle different topics and get their perspective on life as they know it. Hi everybody. Hello. <laughs> Very chirpy. <laughs> How is everybody today? Is that to in me? The, Lovely. The oh, really well, thank you. Yes. Charlotte's sweating a lot. <laughs> and today we're talking about Work, 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 work. Oh, no, you yeah, she started, no yeah. you're starting twerking. It's nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know how good I am at that. Um, yes, work. Where we met. Yeah. Yeah. That is a long time ago. What, three years? And your first impressions of me, I'll never forget. Have we, I'm sure, yeah, we have said it on here. How I didn't like you. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Still don't. We'll move on. <laughs> you never said what you felt about me, though, to be fair. I like everyone on first meeting. Everyone. It's really rare that I go, mm, don't like that person. Really? Yeah. So you like everyone and then grow? Yeah, to hate them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the judgment comes second or third, I okay. think. For, yeah, no, for me, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm always face, wary at first. Yeah, no, I take everyone like at face value. I quite, yeah, quite like everyone. Uh, there's never been a person that you've met and just instantly not really taken to. No. And not wow. that I can say on the podcast. Oh. <laughs> I'll get fired. <laughs> and okay. moving on to our mum's work life or lack of in my case wow okay let's get into that <laughs> then what's what's Les been up to uh well I asked her because I didn't really know what job she does right now and yeah. I was like how would you describe your job right now she said I'm a tactical merchandiser <laughs> right and I was like she's the old boy I was like what does that mean and she said oh well I think it means you're always touching the product Ta- she's taken the meaning tactile. of tactical as being tactile <laughs> and I was like mum is it not the other meaning of tactical which means you know presenting products in a way that makes people buy them yeah um she said oh I've never thought about it like that and I was like it's literally what you're doing is that not your job <laughs> so she's she's going into stores at the moment supermarkets Boots and Superdrug, and she does, like, the end-of-aisle displays for, like, brands and stuff. That's wicked. It's, like, laying it all out. Yeah, I mean, it's not... I, she struggles with it a little bit because she has to do all these diagrams and things, and often she gets people from the store to help her, which she's not meant to do. Oh. Um, so, <laughs> so, wait, it's, so it's an external company exactly. that hires her? Yes, as the expert on these tactical merchandise stands. And, um... Yeah, so that's what she's doing at the moment. I'm obsessed. She didn't even know her own job description. Like, what, yeah. what that actually meant. Yeah. 
I mean, I like what she said. She's like, oh, because I'm touching product all the time. It, it aligns. I, I, <laughs> yeah, quite like it. What would that be called, though, if it is about, like, being tactile? A tactile merchandiser. A tactilist. A tactile merchandiser. <laughs> Escort be a job somewhere. It must That's be. That's 100% a job. Yeah. But um, you're just, like, making love to mannequins. <laughs> just <laughs> caressing their cheeks. <laughs> It's sort of like an art installation in Selfridges. 100% that's going to be a Christmas window, in isn't window, it? Like, yeah. yeah, tactile. Just octopuses. Tactile merchandising. With their tentacles. <laughs> Tentacle tactile. Tactical merchandising. Uh, um, what does your mum do, Keeks? Or... Well, my mum's actually retired, which uh... I thought Leslie would be, because she's older than my No, mom. I asked her a little convert. We did a convo about retirement. Uh, yeah, it's so... a no from Leslie. Interesting. Mm. I think I would maybe you, me and your mum are very similar because I don't want to retire. I don't think yeah. I'll be able to. First of all, like most people are our, our age, we'll just be working mm. to eighty-five. Is it? Is that the projection? I don't. Do Christ. you think you'll ever be able to retire? I don't really know what retiring entails. So let me let me hear more about your mum's retired life, and I'll it see. It means like you'll have enough I'll money and to work, some save to, to live, live for another of, for the rest of your life. Years. Yeah, yeah, that is mad, isn't it? Yeah. No, probably not. Yeah. I feel like I do like little side hustles and backhand jobs, as it were. Backstreet hand jobs. Backstreet hand jobs. <laughs> <laughs> My withered claws. Tactile merchandising. Aha! Tact- uh-huh. Tactile merchandising. Now uh, we know. Um, yeah, so my mum is retired, but she, she she retired in 2014. But ever since, I think she's just wanted to work again. She loved ah. working. But she's always so busy. What's mm-hmm. she doing? Making herself busy. Making herself busy yeah. and stressed. Yeah, nice. Nice to be stressed about. No, well, no, not after no a needing. stroke. Oh, my god. The other day she told me, she, we were talking about my birthday, which is in December and it's currently March. <laughs> and she was like, how have you not thought about your birthday yet? And I was oh. like, Mum, I can't plan. We're in a pandemic. I can't plan anything. So she was like, I'll, I'll look into it. And then a couple of days later, she was like... I'm so stressed planning your birthday. Oh, birth. my God. Cakes, like, and you're like, you don't need to. You don't need to. And I get scared of you being stressed now because last time you were stressed, you had a stroke. Um, so, yeah, she's um, she makes herself busy. She does a lot of paperwork. On what? She has just lots of paperwork at her house. So and she handwrites all her letters and correspondence That's to companies. Lovely. Oh, Saying what? So, like, when my... I must have said this on the podcast before, that when my uncle died, she hand-wrote every every company and told it told wow. them that he died. Can they... Wow. <laughs> Do they receive handwritten letters? Yeah. Is it not, a, like, a security a, issue? It's always now. an address that you can write to. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Does she have a special pen? Oh, she loves pens. Fountain pens. No. Well, I'm not being in... sarcastic. I just... No, she loves pens. She... people use nowadays? Is it a pen? <laughs> it's just my mum jabbing me. Um, so, like a fountain pen situation or Parker. Parker yeah, pens. and just like paper everywhere. <gasps> How lovely. That's so really nice. She's always doing that. But she also, so like the other day, she had her stroke in January and I'm not joking you, so the end of January... End of February, she phones me, oh, I've got a job. You just had a stroke. What do you mean you've got a job? Yeah, your job is you at the moment. You work on getting yourself better. Yeah, so um, she got a job helping at a surgery. Oh, my um, gosh. With, and she tried to volunteer to do COVID vaccines as well. Yeah. And I'm just like... Oh, she's such a doer. She really is. She mm. loves helping people. Um, 
and that's definitely something she really really misses but she's worked ever since I was obviously little when I was little she worked six days a week and then she obviously had her own company, but we'll talk about that. So after. she worked six days a week at the same job or doing different, different jobs, jobs yeah. just to balance out. And then the at the same time, she started her business. Wow. Yeah. That's insane. I can see where you get your hardworking 24 7 spirit from. Thanks, vibes. Um, but yeah, where'd you get yours from then? <laughs> <laughs> Lay about Les. <laughs> oh, no, shame, no she's Leslie. not. She's always hustling. Yeah. And that is one thing I really like. She'll never say no to work, she'll always make it work in some way. And like, she just, like, she's had to, like, her career has kind of become non-existent so she was a window dresser back in the day went to art college and that's like what the the windows in shops Mm -hmm. but now everyone does something which she calls very simple and because she used to do back in the 80s these like hilarious I can't quite describe them but very elaborate window displays that involved a lot of invisible thread and fabric so you know sort of like um things would be like strung up from one corner of the window to the other yeah. everything's very busy yeah. and then there's maybe like a mannequin but there's a lot of drapey fabric mm-hmm. around yeah, you know that kind of vibe yeah. yeah so she did a lot of that and then there wasn't really a market for that you know coming into the 90s quite minimalist yeah um and everyone was just doing like a mannequin dressed uh, yeah whatever. with a slip dress and that's it <laughs> yeah done yeah <laughs> nipples on show okay buy it okay um and then so her job kind of became obsolete and I think that's how she's sort of fallen into this tactile merchandising malarkey. <laughs> so she can sort of arrange stuff. But she can't be very autistic with it because she's got to follow a form right. and like a diagram. <laughs> Right. So she wants to put a little flare on it, but she can't. Yeah, she wants to hang that invisible nylon thread stuff. Get that Easter bonnet Um, out. But she just likes being busy, earning money. Like the most difficult thing she found in the pandemic is um, she's a little fake girl. girl. (laughs) I love them. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. She missed having a reason to get up. So the less she does, then when she's not working, she's just like, I'm so unmotivated to do Mm -hmm. anything. I think I can totally empathise with that. It's Completely. like you've got to like keep busy to keep wanting to be busy, and yeah, she yeah. struggled with that. I think my mum did too. I think that's one reason why she tried to get. Obviously, she got yeah. a job and volunteered and stuff. And even like my niece and nephews going to not going to school. Like she used to, they used to come over after school yeah. and stuff. And with that, that not happening anymore. Um, well, now it is again, but for a while. Um, but yeah, I definitely. I don't think I'm very sim- similar to my mum in a lot of ways. We're quite different. But when it comes to work, mm. I do think we're really similar. And it's quite funny because my first job ever was working for my mum in her mm. business. So she started her business when I was 11, I'm going to say. Yeah. And then by the time I was 14, I would help with like admin stuff. Cool. And she had a clinic on Harley Street, which like at the time I didn't even think... I was just like, oh, it's cool, it's near, like, Selfridges. But I'm like, that is proper boss moves. Like, she didn't own the clinic, but she, you know, practised there. And um, we'd go to... It was my favourite thing every Sunday. We'd go to Harley Street. I would help, like, write notes up for her and sit with the the actual admin assistant (laughs) and, like, go and fetch patients and stuff. That is fun. Yeah, and then afterwards she would um, take us out for for lunch. Um, And, yeah, it was just, like, I loved being in the atmosphere with her and we do travel clinics so she actually had like clinics up and down the country like 
genuinely from London, Brighton, Sheffield, Rotherham. Sexual health nursing. No, so doing. This is very interesting. (laughs) Single measles, mumps, and rubella vaccines for children. Oh, okay, niche. Yeah. Yeah. So she said that it was actually when I was born that that the whole stuff with the yeah the MMR scare and autism links um, was happening, and. I she was like she didn't she gave me single vaccines and then she gave she took me to France to get my single vaccine. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then I got the triple vaccine in a booster and that's when she realized like if I'm doing this yeah, a lot of other people will be doing it. Canny woman. Yeah. So then she opened the clinic and she actually hired loads of my friends. <laughs> Which is so funny, like, because my friends would be like looking for a job, and she paid so well. Mm. She'd pay me like two hundred pounds for a weekend to go up to Glasgow with her. Great, I know. Winning. I bought a Mulberry handbag. Oh my god! From your earnings, <laughs> from like two months of earnings, because obviously she <gasps> wasn't charging yeah. me at that point to live at home. It was only a, that came later. That came when I was eighteen. Um, but yeah, she hired loads of my friends, and I always think about the fact that like we would answer the phones in the office, and I already have quite a high voice, but. It was so high at the time, and so it was <laughs> they must be like, "What kind of establishment is this?" So she said, "She Child had to labor. pull me and my friend to the side, Emma, and be like, sh- we're having calls asking if children are working for us.'" <laughs> I'm like, "We are, we're fifteen. We <laughs> <laughs> this is child labor." Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm so Aww. grateful for that because did she make you deepen your voice? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say I thought that would be the next part of the yeah, story. Yeah, she was like, "You've got to sound more." Um, more old like sound older and more official do a margaret thatcher and i remember um emma once trying to leave a voice message after we'd been told that we have to do that and she was pissing herself laughing but obviously this is about this person's child who's like a baby talking about like (laughs) her needing to come back in for a, um, a vaccine and emma couldn't finish the voicemail because she was crying with laughter so much and I just remember thinking, oh, my God, I'm going to get in so much trouble. And did she... <laughs> what was it like working for your mum? Like, did she have to discipline you? Like, tell you off... There's a different kind of personality that came out of her when yeah. you were her... It was very, employee. like, authoritarian. Is that a word? Yeah. yeah. Um. Very, yeah. And I also... It was... The thing that I found the weirdest was... Um, her having other members, like, full-time employees, that obviously she was, yeah. like, the big boss... Mm. And she would obviously annoy them sometimes or, like, you know, she was yeah, quite a tough but boss. but they could never vent. But around me, they could never vent. So if I was in the office, I could tell, like, if, if like, there was a girl in there called Melanie, like, if my mum had told Melanie to do something again or something, I could tell that she was annoyed with my mum, <laughs> but she would try to not, like, project that Oops. in front of me, which was quite awkward. But um, now it's funny because she works for me essentially now like she helps me with emails and she helps me like file products that I get sent um and I pay her is she writing all of your emails but handwritten and sending them to (laughs) PR offices she actually goes to each PR (laughs) office and says thank you just (laughs) what a courier service (laughs) yeah no no she doesn't send emails she just files them for me that's do you think you could ever work with your no I was about to say thank god that's never happened never um I can work with my mum no you're could, that. You're no. the only person I think I could work with. You know. Really. Yeah. Actually, that's. A, I could work with other friends probably, but oh. I couldn't work with family. <laughs> or Sorry, give me, give me that copy. Take it right back. Um, no, but. Yeah. You, you're the only friend I think I could work with. Mm. I can. I can work with. 
people working for me, but I, I there's very few people I could work with on a partnership level like yeah. this. Yeah. So I can work with my mum when there's clearly she's the boss and I'm the employee That's or true, the, vice versa. Like if I'm telling her what to do, it's fine. Um talking about retirement again. So yes. sweet segue. Know all. No. <laughs> my granddad does that so much. He goes, going back to this. Going back to, from when? 1922, when you were last talking about it. We haven't talked about this for years. Going back to the war. Going, <laughs> going back to the war. <laughs> going back to uh, retirement. retirement. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm my granddad. That's People nice. always say, like, oh, you know, you, you grow into your mum. I've yeah. grown into my granddad. Yeah. I just think that makes me feel. I think it's quite nice. I like Dennis. <laughs> From what you've seen of him, his yeah. nose, up his nose during FaceTime. She said, yeah, she has no plans to retire. Ever. And she, uh, But she kind of attributed it to not having... Um, again, like she does most things, attributes it to not having a partner because she was like, if I felt more secure with someone else's part, like pension as well, and like we could do things together in retirement, and like I'd, I'd feel financially more I stable. I get that. I I would more feel more really weird. about the not the money, but just having someone else. The companionship, there. yeah, like being yeah. bored in retirement. It's like, what are you going to do? All day. Crochet, crochet away. <laughs> I yeah. My my I don't I think my mum enjoys certain parts of retirement because it obviously gives you freedom and she's and her own time yeah she's got her she worked for the NHS so I've completely skipped parts of point that yes my, please my mum the... um started working in the NHS in 1972 um so she's got that retirement from all that time she served because even while she was doing choice she still did time with the NHS uh... to keep her I think it's called um. Her registration to keep her nurse's registration going. Ah, cool. So yeah, she's she's got a, a canny very, woman. Very good retirement fund, I think. Mm. I mean, don't scam her of it, please. <laughs> don't wait. Any scams that she gets, she'll write back to them. They won't get them for about two months anyway. She's, like, she's unscammable. Registered office. <laughs> I'll send you a letter. Yeah. Unsubscribe, handwritten. <laughs> Yeah. Um, speaking of subscribing, um, mm. we we always forget to tell people to subscribe, so I'm going to do it now because yeah. I've just remembered. And also rate us. Sorry, Sam, your cat just what? the life out of Is me. It? His cat's just climbed up there, oh. but it really scared me. Sorry, <laughs> you ruined my really good <laughs> professional podcast plug. Thank I'm you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Rewind back to you, Shah. Um, please rate, review and subscribe to our podcast, Your Mum. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Acast. Acast. And Luminary. Yeah. Is it? I showed you it the other day. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I thought you were showing me a podcast you liked or something. No, it's ours. Is it? Yeah, it's on Luminary. Do people pay for it? Well, no, I think it's just free. You don't have to pay for the memory. Oh, you just pay for the premium. The premium. Oh, I've got you. Oh, amazing. That's great news. And also, please follow us on Instagram because, like, a lot of you listen and none of you follow <laughs> us. It's really rude. Right. <laughs> we'll do more on it if you follow yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. I love that. <laughs> we'll give you more, but only if the audience is there because what's yeah. the point? I mean, people say that's not the way Instagram works. People do say that. <laughs> You have to play the game. You do. Yeah, but it'd be good if you did. Yeah. Okay, cool. Is that a wrap for work? Yeah, should we get Leslie on the phone? Okay. Hello. 
Hi. Oh my God, I'm in a queue of traffic. I've been in traffic for about two hours. Knew it. I could. I said. I bet she's driving. Um, are you on speakerphone? Are you safe to talk? Yeah, I'm safe. I'm just in a, a, a queue of traffic, static for about an hour. I've been in traffic today. Oh it's ridiculous. God. Um, anyway, enough of your problems. I've got another all problem right, for you from a reader. <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, okay, I'm going to read out for you now. Hi, mums. I'm a recent graduate and I'm struggling to find any work experience, let alone job opportunities in the current market. How can I make myself more employable? Have you got any tips on becoming adaptable at work? Have I got any tactical work for oh. anybody that's interested? S no, sorry. <laughs> it's just like when you do Google Translate and they're like, you said I want a small bungalow. No, I'm sorry, Mum. Are you listening? Yeah, I, I am listening, yes. Yeah, I've got <laughs> That's your job. Okay, it's about someone who's looking for job opportunities, but it's obviously a very tough market at the moment. Have you got any tips for them to make themselves more employable? Um, well, to, to be um, available at any time. <laughs> they are. <laughs> um, any tips? Um, um, well... Uh, I don't know. I'm known to be um, enthusiastic. Lovely. That's good. And also to be, um, let me think. Um, also not good at spontaneity. No, I'm not. I'm useless, actually. Like me, but, like mother, like daughter. Yeah. Um, enthusiastic. And also, um, oh, what's the word? Uh, conscientious. Tactical. Conscientious. conscientious. Lovely. And then... Um, have you got anything from your experience on the ways you've become more adaptable at work? With yeah, your... I have actually. The, the, the thing is, I have definitely, and that is to be more um, willing to do different things. I mean, at Lovely. one time, I wouldn't want to use, say, a, a mobile phone. And one thing, I wouldn't want to use an app. Um, I'm using apps. Oh, all... look at you. You're a digital native now. Yeah, absolutely. And I had to be because yeah. if I could not do this, I did not have the work. 100%. So you've had to go outside of your I comfort to, zone. Absolutely, 100%. And I had to go into Zoom and all these other things, you know, and different things. Cool. Thank you very much, Mum. This has been Your Mum. Please rate, review and subscribe. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>